0: The celebrities you love. Hello, we are Maroon Five. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. Hi, this is Bruno Mars. Hi, this is Adele. Yo, this is another rebel in the building, e just read the-, the allies and the music. A really special guest on the show today. So I look forward to answering every single question. Apple with the one every Don't miss up close interviews With your favorite celebrities All of us used to be together Me and Pitbull We pledge that any one of us Got our break first We will help each other on The extreme BPM with DJ Mark Extreme, Wednesdays and Fridays, 2 p.m. East African time.
1: It just radio, we your world.
0: You are checking out the extreme BPM. Welcome to the extreme BPM. My name is Mark Extreme, and uh, this we get to talk to artists that make the music every Friday, but in between the week, we get to play the, uh, the music from the artists that is between 1 and 2 p.m. East African time. So, this time around on the show on uh, the extreme BPM, I'm talking to Tim. What and uh, he's an English singer songwriter, and <laughs> and um, you know he has done over two uh, over five hundred shows since the early two thousands, and we shall be getting into that because that is way that is a lot of shows. That's a lot of shows because if he was to perform on every on every single day of the year, he would perform the whole entire year and add on a few more a hundred and something days. So and he's still having more, and he has uh, performed with bands, and we shall be getting into that. He has performed all over the world. He has performed in Vegas he has performed in in London he has performed in uh, New York still Uh, that is for the bitter end and uh, also he he resides in Paris right now we shall be talking about that too so Tim Ward welcome to the show hi thanks a lot for having me yeah yes 500 shows I I don't want to start from that I want to start how does music uh, get started for you in England
1: well music it all began um, in high school Mm-hmm. Uh, probably age of about thirteen. Um, I had some friends who were in a band, um, and something just kind of called me. I really wanted to to get involved in a band. I didn't know how to play any instrument at the time. Uh, they were like, "Come back to us when you know how to play uh, an <laughs> instrument." So, uh, yeah, like uh, I begged my mum, and um, I got this cheap uh, guitar, um, and just basically started making noises on it and learning a few chords, and. Um, yeah eventually like once i kind of got to a basic enough uh, level to be able to play a few chords uh we started jamming together and um playing as a band in school and uh playing many gigs uh, and in school generally uh but that was really fun we maybe did, did co- covers um predominantly um but then like after after high school uh started to take it a bit more seriously i was doing a bit of songwriting at the time but not really they weren't really great songs like yeah <laughs> and uh my voice wasn't really france playing shows around paris and in france so I opened up even more doors um in between that, i did some tours as well like you say in new york um that was great um amsterdam um uh, Las Vegas. Uh, so there's lots of interesting shows uh, throughout the years, since the early 2000s to up to now. So it's like 20 years of playing shows. So yeah, that kind of explains the, the high number of shows uh, over <laughs> yeah. time.
0: Yeah, because 500 is a, is quite a number. So uh, I, I would like to know so as you were starting, you know, as you're starting to learn to play, let's say like you, you wanted to get into the band and, uh, and uh, they, they weren't letting you in unless you knew how to play an instrument. What, what yeah. was what was some of the music that we're, what was some of the music that you were listening to that uh, got you inspired?
1: Oh um, well, yeah. So it was showing my age, really, very much like uh, coming off the back of grunge, uh, a lot of Nirvana, <laughs> um, and yeah, we would listen to a lot of Radiohead, and um, uh, so that was kind of like in the late '90s. I think I think I played my first gig in uh, 1996. Uh, so that was like two years after Cobain uh, died. So uh, we were still very hot on Nirvana and, uh, and grunge music. I was like an emo uh, kid, uh, um, you know, long hair and uh, sometimes a <laughs> some eyeliner or this kind of thing. Angry, <laughs> angry young teenager. Um, but then, you know, as time went on, um, my taste kind of varied and. Um, I started have more appreciation for, um, yeah, like folk uh, singer songwriters, uh, all the, the greats, are Bob Dylan, Neil Young, Leonard Cohen, and taking more of an interest in like the real the lyric side of things, poetry, um, and always working to kind of enhance uh, my songwriting. Yeah.
0: And are, you, are you are you excited about the Bob Dylan song that was out? I think it was when fr- last Friday yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah that's is that the one um uh, murder most foul the one that's like 20 minutes long
0: or? yep and he has like i think yeah. he did he did even one interview you know he doesn't do that that he doesn't yeah he's in he did one interview that i think you should check out if you haven't that is very amazing too.
1: that's a recent interview uh yes a recent one <laughs> someone right, him to yeah. talk. <laughs> oh great because I, I love listening to his interviews uh he's such an interesting man but You know, I take a lot of inspiration from him because what I like about Bob, uh, especially in terms of interviews, is he doesn't give out interviews all the time. I think he really likes to kind of keep that mystery, keep you thinking and whereas I think especially more than ever nowadays there's too much overexposure with artists and, so,
0: and social media and all that yeah.
1: yeah and if you can keep a little bit back a little bit of mystery even in 2020 then I think that's kind of a good thing I think it, it, it makes people more curious it makes people want to like kind of learn a bit more about you and I, myself um, yeah, as I work I was,
0: social media I was going to ask you now how you de- how do you deal with it because you know when you started in, uh, in when you started doing uh, shows seriously in the early 2000s social media wasn't like a big thing then no. and uh, even the internet wasn't so much of a big thing much as you know we uh, were getting to you know the web was there and uh, it wasn't that much of a big influence how you know how, how is it going for you you know moving through all those phases of of how technology keeps advancing
1: yeah no, I mean it's a very very good point, and uh, it, it, it's something yeah that kind of hadn't really hit me until sort of I, I realised that yeah like um, I think as a musician um, maybe before all of the big uh, wave of social media, I think actually it was maybe better for you as a musician um, because I think people were a lot more. Um, Attentive, uh, interested in what you were doing. Um, whereas now I think people just have way too many options and they are a bit overwhelmed. And, uh, you know, if you say I'm a musician, they're like, great, well, like, you know, I know like a hundred other musicians where I'm doing these things, and there's so much new music that you can just find everywhere. Um, so nowadays like you really have to kind of sell yourselves and even you know getting gigs and things like that it's you've you're up against um tons of other musicians who are are presenting themselves and now um modern musicians now have great like uh press kits and um yeah extremely excellent at promote knowing how to promote promote themselves whereas i'm a lot more old school and uh in that sense um I mean, me personally, anyway. I feel like a musician, like you know, shouldn't really you shouldn't really have to be marketing yourself. I know that's what people have to do now, but in the past,
0: that wasn't a musician's
1: job. It was just your job was just to write music, play music, and um, that business side of things was done by taken care of by someone else. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's been interesting evolution. Social media is obviously a great tool for musicians. but it has its pros and cons.
0: Yeah, because, but but the interesting part is this though. Much as there is uh, uh, the attention span has gone has gone a bit low, and uh, it's hard for people to concentrate on something like when you put out an album, people barely like don't listen to actually understand mm-hmm. what it is. In, in there. the difference is that the seasoned people that like let's say you, the experience you have that has gone that has spanned from the early early two thousand seriously up to this point. It, it's uh, you know much as the noise might happen. You still? how do you still manage to uh, go through the noise and uh, still manage to do shows and uh, minus not having to be as equally suave in, tech, in uh, social media just like the other young artists that are coming up?
1: I would say, um, to be honest with myself, I've just kind of st- always stayed on the same track. And, um, you know, when I'm sharing stuff out on social media, like even if uh, something maybe doesn't have as much interaction as what I would have hoped, you know, I'll just keep on and just keep putting stuff out there. And for me, like, even if it's just like, you know, I pick up one new person who listens to, to, to something and um, gives some positive feedback, you know, that's enough uh, motivation like for me Uh, you know I know some people are are hot on numbers and they need to have this amount of followers this kind of thing I mean I think when you start overthinking it or just trying to force it uh, just be natural like just do your thing and like you know the people will come if they um, if they're interested and and for me, like you know, to be honest, like where I am right now, it's it's I more just see what I'm doing now as a hobby, and it's just something I enjoy and I put out there. And if anyone else enjoys what I'm doing or, or reacts to it, then great. But um, I'm not kind of seeking, you know, people's approval or anything. I'm just kind of like, without that sounding too selfish, just kind of working for myself, really, just doing what I like to do. Um, I think there's a lot of musicians nowadays who are uh, doing maybe not what they really truly want to do. They're try- They're doing it this way to to because they know that's popular and it will work. Whereas um, I think that's a bad road to go down. I think you always need to kind of stick to to uh, your true voice, and uh, even if that doesn't prove uh, really popular in today's. Uh, ecosystem social media
0: <laughs>
1: yeah but you know that's I, i'm you know i'm at the point now where i just oh I, yeah I just do what i want and you do what you, you want you see this like you see this with the big artists like you know whatever like all our all the artists that inspire us a lot of the ones that are bold and just you know maybe know that if they put out this record it could ruin their career whatever but they they stick to like you know their true self if this is what they believe in and i think that's like kind of how you have to be as an artist really like kind of trust your judgment yes um and not try to just uh, you know peace
0: people that's yeah that's i think that is an interesting way to look at it mainly because at the end of the day you have to concentrate on the work when you go into dividing yourself your attention between doing the music and then looking at the antics that you'll have on social media in, in order to increase your numbers that kind of creates divided attention between either of them you'll either concentrate more on exactly. social media and less on the music and it doesn't sound that well
1: I, exactly and I think um, it, it's quite sad because with a lot of the youth like you know they' they're obsessed with numbers and it's all about numbers 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 like how many followers uh, I have and um, this kind of thing and just trying to build this up but um, I don't really think that that should be like the primary primary goal really like um, it's it's the content it's it's, it's um, you know um, your work that, that, that is going to stand the test of time
0: I, I think that's, impo- that's important because now uh, we, because when you're obsessed with the numbers when the numbers don't come in that affects what you put out yeah Whereas if you're yeah. if you're if you're content driven, you're always looking at how you can, you know, deliver something better and how you can better the, the, the previous work and how you can make something new and how to give people new experiences about your music.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, there's always going to be like criticisms. Um, there's always going to be knockbacks along the way. And I've had so many, I've lost count. Um, but then, like you know, people reach out like yourself, um, which is really great. And then uh, it. it feels feels good but you just have to just keep plugging at it um you know and keep going
0: yeah like i think that's that's one of the that's one of the motivations i have whenever i'm checking out an, an artist or whenever I'm, I'm getting introduced to new music every day i'm always trying to figure out what what uh, new music i can find out there i am never never pulled or, or, or my attention is never drawn to what numbers to see have on social media what will this do for my show my already yeah. my, my thing is always let me listen to the music can I is there is the music good and that's it
1: yeah this is exactly the way it's going unfortunately and it's crazy because you know when uh, like for example if I'm contacting a venue or something like this uh, sometimes I have had replies and said well like you know we've looked at your numbers and stuff and uh, you know you maybe don't have enough uh, followers or subscribers here and it's like you know really like you're just rejecting my request because based on on, these, on the
0: numbers num- on social media
1: numbers not like you know uh your we didn't like your music or, or, or so it's just uh it's really i still find it hard to to, to adjust to that kind of that way um before you were never counted on something like that you wasn't even visible this kind of thing and um you know, and some people use all sorts of things to to manipulate figures. They'll pay for, uh, for even, followers, these kind of things. Even streams. Yeah, pay for streams, all sorts of things you can do like that. And I would never, ever um, be interested in doing something like that because, you know, it's uh, I wouldn't want to get somewhere to just feel like, yeah, it was it was forced or paid for. Like, you know, I want it to be all organic. Um, and yeah. even if that's a really slow process, <laughs>
0: that um, it's it's more rewarding and more reliable though. So um, more reliable. Yeah, and uh, can we t- let's talk about these these uh, bands that you also uh, you know you've yeah. founded, uh, the Black Ballroom and then the Vulgar Poets. Talk to me about these two bands, alternative yeah. rock bands.
1: So, well, basically, um, working as a solo artist. Most of the time, yeah, I'd be playing like acoustic guitar, uh, and then obviously, I'd be getting kind of craving to play in a band. I, I, I love um, folk music, but then I also love uh, rock music, hard rock, um, right through you know, up to kind of Metallica, uh, I'm Maiden, these kind of things. So, um so I had that kind of uh, desire, especially like in my 20s, where I just wanted to like rock out and uh, play some loud music and stuff. So uh, so that kind of just came to me naturally. And the, um, the bands were like kind of formed with close friends mainly. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we had, we had a great time. Like we just had really good fun uh, playing like these small little uh, dive bars. And it really helped me um, kind of uh, evolve as well uh, as a musician, um, with musicianship, working with other musicians, writing, um, sharing the responsibilities. Um, uh, so that was great. Um, but yeah, the, I do still love playing in bands. I haven't have done it so much recently in Paris because I haven't found um, the right set of musicians to work with and also just work time. Uh, it's a lot of work uh, forming a band and rehearsing, um, getting everything right, but maybe in the future. But then also as my solo music, I would also have musicians that would back me up and we would uh, interpret my songs as a band as well in the UK, which was really cool. Um, so yeah, lots of experience playing in bands, but then I do also love playing solo uh, acoustic as well. So it's the two sides really, like I love um, playing louder, aggressive rock music and then uh, love love the solo work as well, uh, playing nice, soft uh, acoustic melodies. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, it, it's. I've had the pleasure of being able to sort of uh, dabble in both areas, and it also, when you're in a band, it does open up more doors in terms of where you can play venues. Uh, as a solo artist, sometimes you're a bit blocked uh, where you can play uh, venues that will accept you. So that opened up um, new doors and also got different people interested into my music and. Uh, And yeah, and also sessioned in other bands, done other projects, um, you know, just love playing music really, like love uh, (laughs) any opportunities that that may come around. uh.
0: And you just jump. So uh, yeah, just jam. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I want to go to your, your song creation process. How does how how do you how do you create how, how how does your creation go? Do you do you uh, do you go with the melodies first? Do you play something and then, you know, you put, you write to um, it, or do you write and then, you know, how does your creation come about? So
1: for me, generally, how it will always come is. Um, I will just be playing guitar. Uh, I won't sit down and think, right, I'm gonna write a song today. Uh, Literally, I just play guitar almost every day Mm. and um, your hands just start doing stuff automatically, making sounds, and maybe you might just you know not even like thinking a thing of it but then you come back to it a few days later and then um, eventually like, oh hang on maybe I can make something with this and then maybe you might just start singing some like random words along with the uh, with with the guitar melody and then sometimes what I find is like words would just come out automatically and uh, I think, actually I yeah, actually yeah, that, that that sounds quite good in that piece that, that works well um, so yeah then the melody would sort of come um, Generally, I wouldn't ever write so much the lyrics first and then put the music to it. I would just kind of sound it out with the melody, with the guitar, and then the words would start coming. Um, and I would generally with my music, I try to uh, respect the melody and really make the words kind of um, sync up nicely with the melody. Um, and sometimes like the, the words come out and there, there really isn't any other i couldn't really even change those words because they just set, they sound like they're, they're designed for that yeah. part and stuff so it kind of writes itself although when i was in a band uh, in the black ballroom um, my friend i um, and he's saying he, he would write the lyrics yes. and that was a different um process because then i would just get a sheet of the lyrics and then i would create the music to it and that was a great um writing process because i never normally work that way so i am open to other ways Uh, and that was really cool, uh, doing things a different way, but generally for myself, yeah, it's guitar, melody, start singing it through, words start coming, Um, and uh, yeah, with me as well, I always try to um, have as much um, poetic uh, lyrics with the music, that's something that's
0: kind of evolved through the years but the lyrics are super important to me and um talk to me about revelation that's what we shall uh, you know close out with and play so re- uh, talk to me about revelations uh, how did this come to you
1: um, yeah, I mean, uh, same kind of process as we, as we discussed um, musically, like kind of uh, started out in acoustic guitar and the melody sort of came in the words. Um, but uh, that one, like, yeah, I did kind of um, already have a subject matter in mind and stuff. Um, I think it sort of sent you some details, like kind of, yeah. um, really um, kind of focusing on where we are right now in present day. There, there's a lot of kind of suppression um, of information a lot of people rising up, um, all over the world, um, against, uh, oppression. Um, so this, this is, is kind of a subject, this is a kind of, uh, su- subject matter, um, that I wanted to kind of, um, touch on. Not all my songs are kind of, uh, I do some songs that can be quite, uh, deep in subject matter and then others that can maybe just be a ballad, but, um, this one like just kind of came to me, um, i'm really happy with the words uh the melody musically recorded um really happy with up uh, with the whole uh the whole thing the artwork as well if you can see as well was done by an artist in paris um which uh, she captured it uh, she's called uh Marquise. um she does um collages uh street collages paste ups in paris but she captured the imagery really great i wanted like yeah this kind of wall and there's kind of like a crack in the wall like uh with the with the light kind of coming through um really um really great representation but i feel like yeah i think where, where we are um it's such uh, interesting times yeah uh where we are 2020 and i feel like um people are waking up um and people are really kind of um, paying attention looking now. Some, looking for something better uh, in life, and looking for re- everyone. I feel is looking for for change now, and um, and I think there has to be like a, a changing of the guard. Uh, I think there needs to be a, a whole. Uh, so we'll see, um, but like you know, it's very interesting times. Um, even where I am now in Paris with the Gilets Jaunes, uh, oh. <laughs> we, we see we, we see this uh, we see this all over the world. All, all, all different types of people rising up,
0: and um, yeah. And, and, and it was about, I saw there's an image that I saw I think uh, of, uh, of of the movement that happened I think it was during I think it's during this week or over the weekend the Black Lives Matter thing there was uh, yeah. uh, with the George Floyd thing all over you know I, the way it was all displayed I was like wow this is interesting but Paris has been having their back and forth for, for a while now people going well, well, back they lo-
1: yeah the French love uh, the French love a good um, revolution so uh, <laughs> they, they won their yeah, they want their revolution. So,
0: oh, uh, <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, because it's, it's been interesting when we were in the in the past couple of months and uh, where we've been having hearing people that are not satisfied, people are talking about their retirement benefits and all these things, and uh, where they are putting around, uh, where people are demonstrating, and then you have the feed getting into the business in the mix, and uh, you know, we we hope to see yeah. this.
1: It's 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 crazy times. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see how it all kind of plays out. And I mean, with the addition of COVID, uh, with everything, it's just a crazy year. But uh, we'll see where things go. But um, but yeah, I mean, like the song basically, yeah, uh, that kind of like it's it's more just kind of like um, when when it when it, when this kind of suppression, when this kind of uh, power hold. Uh, starts to feel the tension and you can feel it kind of breaking from the scenes and people kind of breaking through so it's a it's very
0: apt uh, for the times um I, I like how you went in here our score untold and to unfold our weight in gold for a toll to say every which way lies in disarray hey <laughs> until it's coming to the light of day
1: <laughs> yeah i was pretty happy with that rhyme um right. You went in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it, I think the the flow, like the rhyme, is really good there, and I'm really happy with the uh, with the words. Um, um, you can find like my lyrics online uh, if you search them. but uh, There's a few up online, um, but yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I feel like yeah, some some modern music, unfortunately, it may have some great melodies, but it may be lacking some content lyrically. And I think, yeah, people want some stuff that's gonna maybe uh, make them think a bit a bit thought provoking. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully this little song will do it.
0: Yep, uh, it's, 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 it's amazing the way you wrote about it. You know, I think people need to pay attention now because much as we get lost into the melodies most of the time, I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's good to always get uh, once in a while a song that gets deeper into the lyrics and that uh, there is much cadence in there
1: exactly yeah I mean I like I said i try not to be too intense and have that uh, every single song like this um, and it, it's, a, it's a mix it's a blend of different subjects um, but always uh, trying to keep uh, the lyrics as poems uh, I what I try and what I like um to try and do with my songs is that if you just took the music away and just read the lyrics um, that they would read like a like a poem, or they they would hold up uh, enough to, to 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 sound like they could be a poem. I think if you can do that, the same like with your music, if you can take uh, the vocals away and you can just listen to the music from the song, and that's enough to to entertain you, then you, you know you know you've already got a got a great song now, a great melody. If if, if it can hold on its own with a, as an instrumental piece, so it's. Those two things, I would say, for a songwriter, uh, if you can, if you can do that, um, then you're already on the right track. Here.
0: So, Tim, thank you for coming on the show. Let's premiere. Uh, that is Revelations. And uh, how can people get? How can people reach out to you? Or how can people stream the music?
1: Yeah, so um, Tim Watts, T I M W A T T. Uh, You can Google that; will come up with um, my uh, tab on there with with all the links. Uh, There's Spotify. Uh, You can find me on Facebook, uh, Tim Watt Official. Um, and YouTube as well. If you t- type in Tim Watt, you'll find uh, loads of videos uh, throughout the years, uh, various things I've done. Uh, it'd be great to hear from you, and uh, I thank uh, you, uh, Mark, and, uh, and all your listeners for, uh, for, for their
0: time. No thank you it's it's been amazing you know it's, it's it's good with the with the with the experience you've had over the years and uh, how much love you have for the art that's that's what usually is important to me most of the time the numbers i don't i don't i, I don't usually run run for the numbers i know it's crazy when i'm in the media and i'm saying that now i don't run for the numbers but what i've grown to learn is the more that I focus on making sure, because I'm a DJ too, so the more that I focus more on getting onto the craft and thinking that I can introduce people to new things, the more people tend to gravitate to that. And that grows. I know it's a process that grows slowly by slowly, but it's steady with the numbers. So Couldn't agree more.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of how we have to go now, really. We need to revisit, uh, you know, uh, where the quality is, uh, where the real kind of content where the real voices are. And shine a light on these people um yeah. because you know necessarily if, if you have high numbers there may not be uh something great content yeah going on um so and there's a lot of people uh, that need to be heard that, that are probably not not being heard right now so uh hopefully uh hopefully we can we can turn that and especially with yourself uh, with that work ethic is really great and and musicians will, will Absolutely appreciate that. So,
0: thank you. Yeah, so it's always good that way. Thank you, too, man, for coming. It's, I've, I've, I've liked the experience and I've, I've liked the journey. And uh, it's amazing. I continue waiting for more music coming from you because you have the time to create now. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah,
1: there's no excuse as well. Maybe I've got the baby as an excuse before. Oh, them, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. There is, uh, yeah the baby's
1: a good the excuse. family. <laughs>
0: I will do. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my, thank you for coming on, and um, oh, it uh, been a pleasure. Yeah, that is Tim, and we are uh, we are playing his song that is Tim Watt, and uh, the song is uh, Revelations. Please listen to the lyrics in there. I know I know the melody might get you, when, especially how it starts, but please. Pay attention to the lyrics in that song. And, uh, you know, you won't regret it. You'll probably have to play like three, four times for you to get some of the lyrics. And you can also Google his lyrics. They are are available online and you will check them out. Okay. And uh, so what we shall do, uh, that's the Xtreme BPM on on E-Jazz Radio. Until next week, take care of yourselves. Have a great one. E-Jazz Radio.